Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Spotify Greenroom. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to other fans, athletes, insiders, and other famous people in real life. And you can react to rumors, breaking news, latest trades, just anything, games in general. It's basically, you know, just, it's an audio-only version of Twitter. I mean, you're going to go and Hang out with some buds or some friends, have like a watch party. Don't have to deal with trolls. And who knows, maybe some, you know, some people show up. I mean, you know, if you're having a watch party, maybe somebody famous drops in. Or maybe an old alumnus or some, you know, even, a, you know, maybe they weren't famous in the pros, but they were famous in college. You never know. You know, expect the unexpected. And all you got to do is just go to iOS App Store, Google Play Store, download it for free. Link your Twitter, join a group. And just come in with some awesome takes. Welcome in, guys, to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Vlad Harris, your host. Brought to you by the Sports Drink. I don't know the, I don't know the slogan, so I won't even try it. All right, we have a bye week this week. So we don't have to worry about anything bad happening or whatnot. Unless the, you know, the, you know, unless the you know, football players stay out of trouble. And... You know, as the bye week is here, I mean, there's there's several things you can do. It's the fall. I mean, you can start raking those leaves because I'm sure they're falling up the trees. My leaves are falling down, and I have a leaf blower and a rake, so. But the acorns keep falling off the tree, and of course the squirrels are there, and they're. I'm wondering why acorns keep falling on my car, and I see the squirrels. They're, I mean, these things climb on the, the weakest of branches to get these acorns. I mean. It's just odd. I mean, we're not really odd. I mean, it's it's a squirrel. That's what squirrels do. But you know, there's raking leaves. I mean, you got you got that option. You could do yard work. Uh, let's see. If you got especially if you got kids or dogs, I mean, you could take you know, your kids out, take them somewhere in the park or somewhere, let them run around. If you're not doing it already, maybe they have birthday parties to go to, things of that nature. I mean, if you have a dog, obviously, you know, you could take your dog out. I'm sure a lot of you probably, if you have dogs, you do already. So even when pick games are on, you got to because dogs can be, you know, very active and they want to go outside and they want to go for walks and all that happy stuff. Now, I had a stray cat actually come to my house two days ago. And the birds on the front, my, the birds on my front tree were going nuts and I had no idea why. And I'm like, why are they like chirping like this? And I'm looking for the birds that are doing this. And as I'm walking, I look in this out. Lo and behold, a cat appears. And it's an actually a little stray kitten. It had no collar on it, but I, I can tell it was probably owned by somebody at some point, or somebody was caring for it because it meowed. It was rubbing against me. And it was rolling around, wanting to play, and it was wanting to do a whole bunch of stuff. 
So usually strays and you know, mostly strays and ferals. I guess they're about the same thing. I guess, well, kind of. Uh, stray could be you know a, a domesticated cat. Just it probably could be abandoned. I mean, or it could be a friendly cat. It just you know, a fr- it could be a friendly cat in general. It just it's you know, it just lives out in the open. Feral cats, for the most part, they will. I guess they just don't like or trust humans. And so when you open up the door, you know, I had a whole bunch in my backyard at one point, and a lot of times if you open up the door, if they if they heard my door open or saw me, they would they would run immediately out of my yard. They would climb up, they would climb up my my my, you know, my back fence, and they would just go. But yeah, I mean. Down here, I mean, at least in Houston, if you really need to find a pet, you don't really need to. Need to, need to you really don't need to go to an animal shelter for the most part. A lot of times, you'll find them in your backyard, dogs especially. I mean, if you need a dog, dogs do get abandoned here, so people just literally just let them let, let them out their yard, and then they're lost, and then you know, yeah, just go then go and paw boost or the next door app, and people will foster animals, and you can just go grab one. It's it's just it, you know it's kind of I mean I, I guess you know cats I'm not sure how it is but for dogs I'm sure it's I don't know switching from one owner to another because you know one per, you don't realize the one person that wants you anymore I know I was seeing a lot of ads for people pointer pets for adoption because they couldn't care for them no more because they were they adopted them during the pandemic and then once they had to go back to work. They couldn't care for them no more, they claimed. Because what happened was, when they were home, working from home, the, you know, the, the dog was there, the pet was there, they could care for do what they needed to do. But, you know, if you're going back in the office, you're making that drive back home, well, first of all, you have to, make, you have to get prepared to make that drive to work. I'm sure you have to do something with your, your, with your pets beforehand. But then when you come home, the dog's been in, dog or the cat maybe has been, well, at least the dog, it's been in the house all day, maybe in the, maybe in the cage, depending on how, you know, what you're doing there. And they want out. They want to go, you know, you, you got you to take them for a walk. You, you know, you got to do a whole bunch of stuff with them. And, you know, people, some people just don't want to deal with that. But, you know, I mean, for some of them, they don't have kids and, well, when you have, I mean, if you had any, well, yeah. But, oh well, let's get off that subject. Um, yeah, I mean, you can. We're and plus we're off topic here. I mean, so yeah, yard work, take your pets out, you know, do that stuff, you know, do some of your kids. I mean, or if you know, you know go find yourself a nice park. That's an option. You could also go, you know. For some food places you've been wanting to try during the day, you can do that as well. Or you can just drink, drink, or you can just drink beer all day. I mean, you got that. I mean, you got that. I mean, you could, or you know, you could just do what you've been doing every Saturday. Just watch football. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, football seems the easiest one. Football and beer are probably your two most simple, uh, most easy answers there. Now, in terms of news for Pitt, uh, women's soccer lost to North Carolina by a late goal. I think supposedly Pitt got screwed, I think, as well as reading that they got screwed by the ACC on this game. At least it's what I saw in the, th- in the Twitter feed. Um, I can see, you know, I hate to come off as a Penn State fan who complains about officiating, but 
I can understand where they're coming from when they joined the Big Ten because they've had so many games where they were decided by, you know, some weird, weird occurrences. I mean, there's a, there was a 2005 Michigan game where they added two more seconds to the um, to the to the game clock, and that was the ultimate difference in that game because with two seconds left, I think Chad Henney threw the game-winning touchdown pass to uh, Mario Manningham. And I think after that game, Joe wanted to pull his uh, Paterno wanted to pull his team you know, them on the Big Ten. I I just remember going on the Blue White Illustrated board after that game, and I just loved watching the meltdown. But one thing I can tell you is not too, maybe not even an hour after that game was over, uh, the posters on the Blue White Illustrated board they had the names of the officials, uh, their home addresses, their phone numbers. Uh, their spouses, if they had any, names of their kids, the places they worked, everything. I mean, if there's one group of fans you don't want to cross or piss off are Penn State fans, especially on the, on the Internet. If you do it on the Internet, they're going to know everything about you in, in, in less than an hour, and they're going to make your life a living hell. So a lot of times you need to just stay in your lane with them because, you know, it's, it, do, it normally doesn't end that well. Uh, women's volleyball plays Clemson tonight because today is Friday, obviously. So they uh, they host Clemson and uh, Georgia Tech. Let's see. Let me open this article. Is this tonight? I think it's tonight, actually. Okay, yeah, they got Clemson tonight at 5 p.m. I believe it was Eastern time. And they got Georgia Tech um, on Sunday. So two really big matchups there because they got Clemson, who's 10-5, 2-2 in ACC. Then they got uh, number 18, Georgia Tech, 11-3, 2-2 ACC. So we have, you know, we have that going for us. Now, Pittman Soccer, they welcome, uh, let's see. Well, this is this is some old, uh, at one time they were ranked. I'm not sure if they're ranked anymore, but they did uh, shot Cleveland State at home recently. Uh, they got number three, Duke. Tomorrow, at, um, it's at home, actually. Duke is number three. I'm sure that's going to be a big game. Right now, you know, Pitt soccer overall is 7-3 and or 3-1 in, con- you know, in conference play. They've won their last three. So, you know, that's another, you know, another big game. And it will be a perfect time to go on and check out Spotify Green Room. I mean, you can have these watch parties for women's volleyball and men's soccer, women's soccer, you know, Get a group of the buds together, not, you know, watch these games, have watch parties. And, of course, at the same time, if you're on your Twitters, you're reacting to breaking news, rumors, maybe Urban Meyer's been up to something else, or maybe something other, you know, some other crazy stuff's happening. Maybe somebody has some insane takes, and maybe some more Kenny Pickett's, you know, news, because Kenny's just a hot item right now. I mean, we, you, you got to love that. And, you know, just go with your spicy takes, you know, whether they're good or bad or whatever. And um, all I gotta do is go to the iOS App Store, Google Play Store, you know, link your Twitter, join a group, and who knows uh, what comes up after that? Maybe you have your watch party. Maybe some famous alumni stop by. I mean, there's lots of things that can happen. Who knows? Maybe, maybe um, what is it? What is it? Uh, what group is that? Is it home? Is it the homage or home, home field? One of the two that makes that apparel where people love you know emptying their bank bank accounts too. You got that as well. But go check it out, you guys. Now for this weekend's games. Uh, for the ACC, there's only five games. Actually, one, two, three. Five games. 
Uh, the first one is 11, is uh, actually the first one. It's the only early game. It's Georgia Tech and Duke. Uh, Georgia Tech is minus four. Uh, mm, it's at Duke though. I think after last, you know, last uh, week's loss, I think Georgia Tech is going to rebound here. I like um, I like um, I like Tech at home. Well, no, I, no, actually they're playing at Duke, so no, that's not going to work. Tech on the road. So GT, so I'm gonna write these down because I did pretty well last week. Although I'm not sure, you know, for the most part. Virginia and Louisville. This is a tough game uh, because it depends on which team shows up. Uh, both teams have been inconsistent. Uh, Virginia, I mean, both these guys have bad defenses, so the over under this game is 69.5. I don't know. It sets a lot of points. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, but I just don't. You you're gonna have for this game. It's got to be like a forty or thirty type thing. I think I don't know. I, I think it goes. I think for me, I think this game goes under. That's why I think. Because it just I don't know. But then again, you know, it's just it's same points just seems a lot. I got the under on this one because both these teams are really inconsistent, and you just don't know what's gonna happen. But as far as the um, who I like, Louisville's at home at minus two and a half. Mm, I think I'm going to go with UVA. UVA, definitely. I think they, they, they win this one. Wake and Syracuse. Syracuse lost a very shitty game last week to Florida State. Mm, I'm going with Wake. Wake just really good. Syracuse, you know, has been playing well for the most part. I mean, I don't think it's going to be enough for Dino Babers to keep his job. Uh, Florida State, North Carolina. Uh, let's see. Florida State beat Syracuse, and they got North Carolina. Uh, it's at North Carolina. You know what? I'm going to go. I think FSU covers, but I think uh, North Carolina pulls this one off. It just you never know with Sam Howell. I think it depends on what they you know how he how he shows up. Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. Let's see. Uh, oof. Yeah, I'm going with ND in this one. Uh, Notre Dame is uh, it's, it's even actually, which is odd. I think it go, I think the over under is 47. I think it goes over to 47 mark because I think uh, Nerd, I think I don't know. I don't know if Tech's really that good as advertised right now. I could be wrong. Now for the top 25. Some games that stick out. Stanford, Arizona State. Arizona minus 13 and minus 13 this game. Uh let's see, I go with Stanford to cover. So yep, Stanford plus 13. Because it's just, you know, you never know what you're gonna get with Stanford. And the same thing with Arizona State as well. You don't know what you're gonna get. Basically, Pac-10 Pac and Pac-12 in general, whatever they are now, Pac-16, you just don't know what you're going to get with either one of them. Oklahoma, Texas in the Red River shootout. I'm going with Texas in this one. Oklahoma just hasn't really... You know, they just haven't really stuck out with me this year. Usually, I can, I can, say, I can guarantee it's going to be like a, um, a guaranteed win, but 
for Oklahoma, but I just don't see it this way. I think Texas wins this one. Maryland, Ohio State. Ohio State obviously is going to crush Maryland. Um, after what we saw last week, Ohio State's a three-touchdown three favorite. I'm not sure if I would, I don't know. After what happened, I think they would probably cover a 21. I think they're going to be in a rhythm. Michigan State Rutgers, that's going to be a decent game. Uh, hmm. Michigan State's been on a tear, though. They're 5-0. and ah, I think I'll go Michigan State in this one. Arkansas will miss. Um, after what happened to Ole Miss last week, I mean, uh, I think that was more of a, you know, more of a come to Jesus type of thing where they maybe thought they were better than what they thought they were. Arkansas's been playing pretty well for the most part. Um, but uh, between them and Ole Miss, this game's a toss-up, actually. I'm probably going to go with... Uh, hmm. My gut says Arkansas, so I'm going to stick with my gut. I could be wrong, but... Yeah, it's... And what's funny is uh, Ole Miss is, um, you know, they're minus, you know, five and a half. Yeah, I'm, my gut says Arkansas for some reason. Don't know how or why, but it just does. Georgia and Auburn, that's an obvious one. Georgia wins that one. Auburn, I'm, I'm just not buying them. Number four, Penn State, number three, Iowa. Last year, year these two teams played, it was a big one. It was, you know, Iowa blew them out. I'm going with Iowa in this one because they're at home. And they're playing really good football. Penn State is too. They're five and zero, but I just after last week against Indiana, I just don't see enough that makes me want to take them. But Penn State does have a habit of pulling these type of wins out their asses, so you got that. But I don't think this weekend. It depends. You know, Iowa may win in a blowout again. And of course, Alabama A and M. Oh, A&M's going to get rocked. Now, as we go for the rest of the 1.18 a teams, there isn't a whole lot. Well, let's see. What, what other games are there? Baylor and West Virginia. Baylor's at home. Uh, I go with West Virginia in this one. Yeah, I think this, this is the type of game they win. Now, there's UConn and Massachusetts. UConn's a favorite in this one. I'm going with UMass. <laughs> I think UMass wins this one. Although it'd be nice to see UConn win, you know, after you know being a being abandoned by Randy Edsel, who um, who pretty much said early in the year he was retiring and he was done right away. He said, he said, "Fuck it, I'm done." I mean, this is the guy who you know he pretty much after that uh, BCS game he just he hopped on a plane and got the hell out of you know stores. And then he comes back and apologizes and say he was wrong. And then what he does, what, what does he do? He, he abandons them. He quits on them in the middle of the um, season. Actually, in the middle, early in the season. And it's funny when we see players opt out and we call them quitters for opting out. And yet then we, got, had, we had coaches who were basically, you know, I mean, you could pretty much say they, they're quitters as well. I mean, you know, you're opting out early in, this, early in the year. Ugh. TCU and Texas Tech. No Southwest Conference matchup. I like Texas Tech in this one. 
TCU is obviously not, you know, still a decent program, but they're just not good right now. I just don't like them. Utah and USC, I mean, I think the Trojans are going to win this one again. Um, Utah, I had a lot of high hopes for Utah, but they're just not the team. Uh, of course, UCLA and Arizona, Rockwell should destroy them. But yeah, that's pretty much the whole shebang and bang for this weekend. Um, there's a lot of decent games. I mean, you could tell there's a lot of people on bot, a lot of teams are on bye weeks, but it's still a great crop of games. I mean, there's you know obviously Penn State and Iowa is going to be the, the hot ticket, you know, hot in the game to watch. And there's a bunch of other marquee. I mean, there's not so much that there's some other marquee games to watch as well. I mean, there's pl- plenty you know plenty of good content out there for this weekend. And of course. Plus, NBA preseason starting up. We've got the NHL preseason starting up as well. I mean, we got, and of course, we got them, you know, the baseball playoffs as well. So, a lot of great stuff. But, anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Hell to pit. Talk to you later. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.